Welcome to Kaiju Carnival, where we explore the worlds of horror, sci-fi, and fantasy. My name's Jenny. And I'm Justin. And today we'll be reviewing the movie For the Sake of Vicious. Hey, Jenny. What's up? Guess what? What? We made a movie! Oh, what? We, we... <laughs> Not that it's a surprise to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell people uh, where they can check us out. Well, we have a YouTube channel called... Kaiju Carnival, of course, and we are now at movie number two. All right, so for the sake of Vicious, I don't think there's a movie that's that's title fits it so well uh, as this movie does, but I'm going to give it a a few attempts here, okay? Mm -hmm. These are alternate movie titles for this. Okay. Will someone call the police? (laughs) Or can no one in this neighborhood hear gunshots? (laughs) Um, it's probably the most violent movie I've seen in a long time. Wait, 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 I got one. I got a title. Okay. Can anybody aim in this movie? (laughs) (laughs) It was a little bit, it was a little bit like, what would happen if a bunch of criminals paid to go to a rage room? (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty good description of this, of this movie. Yeah. Man, the characters in this movie just make the worst decisions possible. I, I wrote down a, a few of them that were real mind bogglers uh, for me. So okay. let me hear it. If I was the nurse, I would have noped the fuck out of this situation immediately. <laughs> like when I came into the house and there was a guy in there with some bleeding guy on the floor and he's like chasing her up the stairs and he's like, come back down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I would have just like. Either stayed upstairs, went out a window, ran out the front door. I'm not sticking around to figure out the plot to what's going on in my house. I'm just getting the hell out of there. I think she was, okay, so I think she was looking at it with, like, this nurse mindset. You know how nurses, uh, you assess the situation because every single patient that comes into the hospital is, you know, in need of some kind of help. And they're the ones that are, like, have to, um, you know, figure out what to do with it, the situation, right? So I think that that's where she's coming from. She's kind of like trying to play it cool. And every moment she's like, you know, trying to make the best decision at that time. I kind of figured that that's what she was going for. But like, wouldn't you, you, like, would you have just run out of the house? Well, yeah, of course. That's a sane person. Yeah. After they defeated the first, like, three henchmen, Nobody leaves the house or nobody calls the cops. Uh, They just stay there. Yeah, they're just waiting for the next wave of... Like killers, yeah, <laughs> to show up. I mean, it's kind of it kind of felt like they were just like standing around. Like now, what? This, so this movie is like two two stories in one. It starts out with a father seeking revenge, and then it turns into like this fighting movie. But it was all connected by the the like the boss guy. He's going after him because he thought he assaulted his daughter, and then I guess. His henchmen also decide now's a good time to get rid of the old boss so he can take over. But I'm not really sure what he's trying to take over because these seem like the worst henchmen of all time. (laughs) They are completely ineffective. So he's like at the end when he's like, I I want it all, you know, Mm -hmm. all of what? (laughs) All the henchmen are dead. You have to get an entirely new henchman. Uh, nobody seemed competent to begin with. Were they all kind? Uh, they kind of look like biker, like a biker gang. 
yeah type of type of guys when they were um yeah some had the biker helmets others had the devil mask on um, True. I was I was very impressed with the upstairs fight scene in such a small area um, that they shot this in. It really seemed like the tiny. It was like a little bathroom, and they did all that fight. Like two, four people are fighting in this tiny like bathroom. Yeah, that was actually one of my favorite scenes. Uh, I think it's probably the most entertaining part of the whole movie. Uh, having those two people, like you said, in that small space, and still being able to essentially film two different fight scenes. In, in this small space and mm-hmm. cut it together so that it's not super uh, choppy or, you know, smash cut or anything like that. Like you can clearly see what's going on between uh, multiple individuals fighting, uh, three people fighting in, in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so cool when she hits him in the face with the hammer mm-hmm. and it gets stuck in his helmet. <laughs> I thought that was a, a cool detail. Yeah, it was. Because. A lot of the time, um, fight scenes in movies, they're almost like too clean. And that that's something I, I can say about this movie is all the fighting felt really like gritty to me. It felt like these people were actually like not trained martial artists, mm-hmm. just people just scrapping. Mm-hmm. So I, I did enjoy the fighting a lot. Yeah. Something else, like, like I said earlier, it's Halloween. Tons of people are out on the streets mm-hmm. trick-or-treating, right? No one hears what's going on inside this house. Dude, there's like 12 gunshots in this house and just mad fighting going on inside and nobody is calling the cops. Okay, what but okay, there is a scene though where they show that next door they're having a house party. Yeah. So you got loud booming music. It is Halloween. I, I'm I'm assuming that if you're gonna commit a crime, Halloween is the best day to do it. Because no one suspects anything. Oh, I I think different, man. With all those people out there, you don't want to be firing off a gun. Maybe like one shot and you're good. But like to have an actual like gunfight inside a house. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like somebody would call the cops. The, okay, when guns go off, yes, I think that that is the the sign. Like, okay, you need to call the cops. Like during Halloween, that maybe one count. you hear it and you're like, is that a car backfiring or someone using fireworks? <laughs> right. I think the actors did an okay job in this movie. I just think that the story and the dialogue was the problem. It seems it seems to me that the back the actors did the best with what they had. Uh, I think Chris probably was my favorite in the movie. He's the father of the girl that got assaulted, mm-hmm. and he like genuinely to me seemed emotionally distressed mm-hmm. with what happened to his daughter, mm-hmm. and he's not making you know, rational decisions. Um, when he was fighting, it seemed real gritty to me. Mm-hmm. Like he seemed like he was just some guy that was just in there scrapping, you know, not like trained or anything like that. Yeah. I like how the very first scene he is like, he, when he pulls off his mask, cause you're just like, you're just thinking this, this thug guy is like beating up this, this poor soul on the ground for no reason. But whenever he pulls that mask off and you see his mouth is like, his jaws like drop and his eyes are bulgy. And you you already know, okay, this guy is in sh- like some kind of a shock. So whenever Chris is at the house, this guy got stabbed how many times and still kept going? Yeah, he's like-, like a- Running on pure adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> He, he really does seem like distressed and over his head, you know, like he, he has these bouts of like pure rage and then he like kind of backs off for a second. He's like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Sort of thing. Right. You know, so I feel like he definitely did the best job. Um, did anyone stand out to you? Oh, yeah. Um, I liked the girl. Uh, she like I said before, she was she's a nurse. She uh, 
she's very she plays it cool she tries to assess the situation and that's kind of what happened in the beginning of this film she was even protecting the landlord um from getting like further assaulted but she had she had control chaotic situation right and she was having she had control over the situation she stopped a lot of uh chris's attacks it was a roller coaster with this character she was kind of like up and down confident not confident didn't know what they were doing just out of like pure rage she's just trying to protect herself she she definitely did a good job of being that person that's in control sometimes Mm -hmm. but then like definitely in over her head sometimes too the sound effects were over the top yeah (laughs) for the fighting For the fighting, the head getting smashed, all the gory, like, violent crimes that were happening, it sounded so real. Yeah, I feel like (laughs) that really adds to a fight scene. It does. Well, did you also notice that even uh, the first fight scene where he's punching the landlord... Uh, while he's sitting down tied up, he they didn't show like fake punches being thrown. It was all implied. They used sound to imply that there was a there was a punch that was thrown. Yeah. And then even they didn't show they really didn't show too much. Even there's that one scene where the nurse uses that crowbar and the anticipation of like you're just like, what is she going to do with this thing? And then it goes through. You could hear it goes through his skull bone. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, my goodness. But they don't show it. Yeah. And you're just like, you could you could just imagine it. And I loved how they did that with this film. It seemed like it went in pretty easy. Is that how easy it is <laughs> to like just stab completely through someone's head? In my mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I hope my skull isn't that soft. <laughs> She's putting her whole weight into that crowbar, though. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I'm not going to test this out. No, so I'm it was... just, you know what? I'm just going to take the movie's word for it. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, man, that, those sound effects, I feel like they definitely added to the fight scenes. They did. And man, they pulled it off for the, in the with the fighting in this movie, mm-hmm. for sure. Like I said earlier, my favorite scene was definitely that bathroom fight. When they're in there scrapping... It's such a it's such a tight space. And I, I love that little part where he's trying to stab her when she's in the bathtub and she's like going back and forth and he's trying to go around the shower curtain uh-huh. to like stab at her. Uh, I thought that was really cool and uh, kind of kind of built some some tension. So I love the one scene where there's a mask. I think he's a, I think he's a clown. He's a. Uh, like a white mask on. There's a gun that gets shoved up his neck, and then Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris takes him out, yeah. and the blood just like spurts out of like some of the holes yeah. of the mask, and like in the, the like in the neck region. Yeah. And it's so it's kind of like you can't see the person's face. You can't see their what their reaction is, and. You can just imagine what this guy's like facial expression is underneath the mask. So I just I love that scene. Another scene I loved was the the second round of of uh, killers assassins coming out, and uh, it's the motorcycle bar scene. It's like a slow motion, and you you just focus on that the one guy with the uh, a bunch of kills on his uh, motorcycle helmet. Yeah. And just that whole scene, I thought was done beautifully. I thought they were going to be a little bit more badass than they actually ended up being. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is it. This is the crew. They're going. <laughs> they're going to clean up what the first crew didn't get done." Yeah, th- <laughs> that's totally what I thought too. Yeah. Like when when you said assassins earlier, I was like, 
mm, well, that's a bit of a stretch for these guys. But yeah, like these dudes all have like the same matching white helmets. And I was like, all right, so the first group all had the devil mask and they got wiped out super quick. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, here come like the professionals, right? And then they end up getting smashed on too. Like, And then I love, uh, there was also whenever the nurse uh, defeats the guy in the bathroom and she's like exhausted. She collapses into the hallway and she's kind of like has that one moment she looks to her left and then there's the two other men that have uh come up like halfway in the the hallway and it's just like that moment where it's just like that pause everybody's kind of like thinking the same thing you know and then she like gathers her thoughts real quick and gets up and is ready for the next round of fighting <laughs> that's that's also great because a, a lot of time in in movies when they have fight scenes they don't show people being tired <laughs> i think people overestimate how long they can actually fight for it's not long <laughs> all right i do have two questions about this film that i need you to explain to me because it okay. didn't make any sense huh. I will do my best for this story. <laughs> okay, so there's a scene where Chris finds this bag, and it turns out to be the this gun. How did that end up there? I think he put it there. He I... knew that to put it next to the like the stairs to the to the back door. I don't know if it. I would think that his plan was to come to this house. Okay. Because he had to seek this lady out, right? Because. It was the nurse that helped his daughter five years ago or whatever. That's a very long time. Mm-hmm. So he had to have pre-planned that he was going to go to her house. Like, how else would he know where she lives? So I'm thinking maybe he put it there. Maybe he had it with him earlier. I don't know why he – if he had it with him earlier, I don't know why he would have wrapped it up like that. Right. That's the only thing that makes me think that maybe he placed it there before. Okay. And then my second question is, didn't it seem like the henchmen were going to kill the landlord? They were going to kill the landlord. But he called to kind of ask them to come and rescue him, didn't he? Yeah. But then that's when I'm guessing his number two guy, which Mm -hmm. was the guy that was standing out the side the entire time, decided that he's going to take over the business. Oh, okay. So that's why they're all trying to kill him too. Okay. Very unsuccessfully, by the way. They eventually pull it off, but all everyone else dies in the process. So, <laughs> if I was looking at this this whole uh, movie through like a businessman's eye, I feel like this who, whatever this like business that this guy, the side service of like you give me a call, we'll come over and we'll kill everybody for you. It just doesn't seem like a good business plan. I don't know. Not when you have workers like this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so... It, it seems like they got these henchmen from, like, a temp agency. Yeah. <laughs> they look like, they look like uh, you know, scary people. Yeah, they look badass. Yeah. And then at the... Okay, so the very end, she's the only person left. Yeah. So there's, like... And I was thinking, how is she going to explain this to the cops? And hopefully she stays alive, you know? Yeah. Like, um, while I was watching this film, I could hear in like the distance, like the emergency vehicles. And I paused the film because it was actually in my neighborhood. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I was, when I, I turned it back on and I was like, oh, that, that's so weird. Like it actually fits. But in in the film, there are, no, there's nothing. Just trigger treaters. Yeah. 
That's it. Which is probably the worst night on the year to look like you've just been stabbed up is Halloween. Because everybody would be like, dude, that's a totally sweet costume. <laughs> like, no, I actually need help. I'm uh, glad she survived. This movie was definitely entertaining. Um, I thought the the fight scenes were 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 fantastic. That it still left me with a lot of questions. Yeah, I feel like if you're digging too much into the story for this movie. It's going to kind of take away from what it really is, to me at least, is that just a smash them up. You know, if, you, if, if you're just in the mood to watch some people get like viciously beat, then this is the movie for you. You know, whenever all the fight scenes were happening, that's when I was like, oh, OK, this is this is a much better movie. Um, I don't. I, it was just a weird it was a re- very big disconnect between the the story that they were trying to lay out in the beginning and then all of a sudden jumping into this awesome fighting film like it's i can't like, imagine how many takes it must have it must have taken to, to actually create the fight scene because the whole place was just smashed up <laughs> they're like they're like we need five coffee tables all the same kind you know i mean it, oh, could you imagine filming that though if you only had one like, dude, we have to nail this take because we are going to destroy this place. Oh, uh, yeah. Overall, I thought this movie had really cool fighting. I would say that if you look at this movie as just like a, a beat em up smash em movie, it's a lot better than looking at it as a thriller or horror movie. Because there wasn't anything in this movie that really built tension. I didn't really feel scared at any time. Mm-hmm. I, I was very entertained by the fighting. And that's why I said, like, I feel like the title for the sake of Vicious, I feel like it actually fits this movie pretty well. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for joining us this week on Kaiju Carnival. I'm Justin. I'm Jenny. And don't forget to check out our short films on our new YouTube channel, Kaiju Carnival. And then follow us on Instagram at Kaiju underscore Carnival. And we also have a new Twitter handle at Kaiju Carnival. We'll see you next week. Mata ne!